0: What up, this is Beautiful Mind. This is season four, episode two. Today I have a very special guest here. Uh, Her name is Sabrina Runbeck, and she is very uh, intelligent when it comes to being herself. She's actually a surgeon, and she has something very important to say. So she's here right now. Uh, Sabrina, please say hi to everyone. Hi, thanks for having me here. Of course, it is our pleasure, and we are so grateful to have you. Uh, Please introduce yourself. Tell us what you're here for. Awesome.
1: so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about my story. It was about four years ago. There I was early morning with a fever of one-on-one performing heart surgery while my nurse kept passing cough drop and Dayquil under my mask to keep me going. I wondered how could my childhood passion working in medicine and living the American dream have turned into such an unhealthy reality? To top that off, when I called in sick the next morning, my manager made me feel like I was inconveniencing him. A few weeks later, I treated a young man who had four open heart surgery. He felt to report new symptoms, thinking they were small and insignificant. And that's when I realized that I have these small and insignificant things in my life that I have to address before I become a patient myself. Exactly. I, yeah, because we, I used to say yes to almost everything. Because the society are taught us to be polite, to be liked by people, to do other people favors. However, when we say yes to the things that do not align with our core value, then we might feel resentful, unable to deliver the high quality results and sometimes couldn't keep our promises. And many young professionals like me have similar struggles, despite being in early stage of their career or already working in their field passion. Now, with a simple system, I was able to turn my life around, what I call say no to stress and say yes to stamina. I am able to work still full-time in surgery, train for a fitness competition, and help other young professionals, especially women in healthcare, to have a life filled with heck yes. And <laughs> yes, you no, that's amazing. Yeah. You're
0: right, though. We need yeah. that. We women, old people need this. It's exactly, stop pleasing people. Because I'm sure a lot of people that are listening right now could could truly relate that they're They're people pleasers rather than doing what's right for themselves. And please keep going about what you were saying, and you know, uh, so, yeah. just to cut you off real quick. so what do you what type of surgery do you do again? Um I am a surgical uh,
1: advanced provider in heart and lung surgery, and uh, our program is just about to start a transplant destination therapy program as well. Uh, I'm in Houston, Texas, um uh, mainly serving the veterans of our country. So, That's phenomenal.
0: Yeah. That is. And, you know, so I would love for you to talk about um the experience that you faced that, that transformed your life. When you realized that your time of constantly pleasing people, it changed. Like, you, you didn't just wake up one day and you said, I'm going to change. What made you change as a woman to do something different, to, to transform your life?
1: Right. Because... I think the change was what I mentioned is through my patients. Seeing someone that young in his early 30s, when I got that consult one day, um, typically when we got a call, we will ask, is it urgent? Is it something that I needed to see right away? Or is it something that you would book a call uh, or book appointment later on? Why know it's urgent, especially someone so young? When I saw him, when I walked into the room, I saw a very distressed female wrinkling her forehead, walking toward the door to greet me while my very young patient was sitting on the bedside with some oxygen mask. And knowing that it's not uncommon for people to have oxygen but for someone that young, you know they're probably in a really bad heart failure state. Addition to that, they had two little kids playing on the um, side of the bed. So for someone who as young as the rest of us, and in supposedly the peak timing of their physical and mental state, to be in a position that when I learned he required for surgery because he had infection in his heart valve, that he initially thought he just having cough and cold symptoms and ignoring them and once symptom got too severe then start going to the er and eventually found this infection so that's why i realized that a lot of us thinking we're in a good state of our health of our life and you're supposedly got a good job and you have this great family and you start ignoring the things that doesn't work for you, doesn't serve you. And if I continue to ignore my own health and my own struggle of working 80 hours and nonstop, barely getting any sleep, then the perfect quote-unquote life that other people see you have is not really what satisfies you and it's actually what drains you.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So beautiful. It's crazy because if you never if you could see if you could relate to this and and you know agree it's if you never experienced that moment in your life you would have never realized that all the things that we could see from the outside we don't know what's going on, on the inside and that just that's true when it comes to mental health right it's like your health is always ignored because it might look good on the outside but we don't know what's going on, on the inside um that's a great point you brought up because we don't know what's going on we don't know and if there's anything that you would want people to know today, right now that are listening, uh, what is something that people could do to be more aware about their health? Um, what should they do? Like, should they, you know, if they have a cough, obviously they're going to go to the doctor, but is there any practices or any advice you can give somebody that they should be aware about when it comes to their, you know, inner health or mindset? Something that they need to know.
1: Right. So through my process, there's three steps and then very much aligned in how do we restore wellness in order to boost our efficiency. So then we can live better, work smarter and be excited when we wake up in the morning to be leaders in our field. Right. And especially millennials, um, the young professionals. We are having the tendency of questioning the external expectation, which is good in a way because that's how innovations are created and how instead of following the traditional doctrine of school of thought, we want to have a better purpose. And that tendency should be reflected on our self-care, on who we are as well. number one of my step is to say no to vagueness. So then you can dream big and achieve more. Why? Because no one can read our minds, right? And then if you don't even know who you are, what you want, how you wanna show up in the world, how could people agree with your ideas or even to be able to help you to achieve something bigger?
0: Exactly, how, how would they know if you don't know? Like, like it, all, it all starts with self-awareness. Right, if exactly. That, yeah, you have to know yourself to do anything else in this world. Like you said, you can't be a leader in this world if you don't even know who you are. How are you going to exhibit those characteristics if you're, not, if you're not even true to your own self and your purpose, like you're saying? So keep going about that.
1: Yeah, so and then that lead into the second key step is to say no to negative thoughts. So then you can reclaim your mental power because every single mission has roadblocks. Doesn't matter how big or small these missions are. So then when we have the I'm positive, I can attitude, it generates the power and skills need to do. So every morning you can say one positive thing about yourself out loud actually to begin on a good note. And I think that's something we are have not allowed ourselves to do enough is to say, we actually have a lot of good qualities. When we just keep going, trying to get to the next point, next point, have we self-reflect enough to say, I actually did something good today. It might not be as much as I thought I could do, but I still accomplished some. So I should feel good about my own accomplishment and feel grateful for everybody else who has made my life great today
0: and that all stems from gratification like you're saying it's it's a beautiful thing is regardless even though if we're looking to achieve the most highest truest expression of ourselves and even though if it doesn't work out that first second of life it's like let's take a step back let's recuperate let's remember that we could have done something great for somebody else we could have done something grateful for ourselves today we're breathing today just sending gratitude out that we're going to get there. We're go We are right. but like what you're saying. It's, we have to find a way to always speak one positive thing into our lives. And if there's people that already do it, then two, three, four. But like you're saying, it's, it's so important. And I don't think, I mean, we're from different parts of the world. And um, as I'm in New York, it's not common for people to be proud of who they are. And like you said, you know, finding your purpose, you know, you have to love yourself. And and you brought up such great points. So we, we're so grateful to have you with this. Um, really, you know, like you're in the medical field and it's very rare to have somebody like that um, on here. So I would love for you to keep going about what you're saying. Because this is, friends, this is very important stuff here. And it's from a person that is in this field. So we must take what she's saying and apply it because I can is better than I can. Can you agree for that?
1: Yes, and I think um, if I, if we take in this positive psychology standpoint, it's all about recognizing who you are, right, and the strengths and weaknesses, and be courageous enough to face your weakness, but be proud enough to speak out loud about what you're good at and not minimize it, Um, because no one can see you as the awesome bright light as you can see yourself. If we are constantly seeking external validation, you're always having avoidance inside of you. Um, so that goes in, very much relate to the mindset of um, being authentic and letting go control, which is very difficult because all of us who have that type A personality, very driven, right? You feel like you have to be in control so things don't fall apart. However, if you kind of always keep control, you hold people on the tight leash, you're not allowing them to be creative to even help you.
0: And it's also kind of like being a micromanager and being a leader, like you want to be a leader, but you're also being a micromanager. So people, again, can't be their most authentic self because you're too busy controlling. And I feel like, you know, we actually have, like I'm 22 and, uh, you know, there's an age block, like there's an age difference, but it's like I noticed through the people of my age, it's kind of like, one, they don't even want to think about positive things. Number two is most of the time, and I can't speak for all people, but they want to always be in control. And number three, I noticed that there's no authenticity in in anybody really because of the phones. And like, what you're saying is positive psychology. It's like to be a leader, what you're saying, it's, it's so true. It's control. Everybody wants to be in control of their life. But like you're saying is don't be on a tight leash. Realize you can't control everybody, but you can control yourself. Right.
1: Right. And it's all depend on the perspective you give to yourself. And, um, also, um, in addition to just speaking the positivity, I also add a speaking out loud because words, writing, everything, once you put it out there and then you give out to the universe, then you start manifesting. If you just constantly self-thinking about it and not like even be proud enough to say it, it also doesn't work. Uh, On top of that, it's also a self-reflection part after you have, let's say you did the morning, Gratitude, you did a morning like positive psychology to talk about something good about yourself. Then at nighttime, you can ask yourself, Did I live up to that person who I knew I was? Right? If my message was, I'm intelligent, I can figure anything out today. Then tonight, if something actually came up during the daytime, did I hold myself up to that standard to instead of back down? then you actually try some different ways to solve problems, right? Because when we are more congruent into who we want to be, how we want it to show up, then that's how manifestation of happiness and how you are more aligned with yourself and who you want to be. And of course, things will come more easily.
0: I love what you just said, because that's I'm, I'm learning from you as well, too. And that's very powerful what you said. I love that. that. And that's a great tool to say what you said is in the morning, speak into existence what you want. Don't just keep it in your head. Let yeah. it out and then reflect at night to see if you met those expectations. And if you didn't, it's okay. But I'm sure that there's one thing that we could have done that maybe did reach our expectations. Because I don't know if you could relate to this, but I'm sure you can. It's sometimes people put a lot of pressure on themselves and they'll say, I didn't do that. I said I'm intelligent, that I'm wise, but I didn't do anything to sit on the couch. Now, what can people do to, instead of shut themselves down, how can somebody reflect in a positive light rather than thinking, oh, I didn't do that today, you know, and they get shut down and they don't want to, you know, regroup up for tomorrow. What's your advice on how somebody can approach that if they didn't reach the expectations for the morning intention?
1: So that means, did you actually set a realistic expectation? where you just said something that you thought it was good to say instead of something you truly believe in. So then come down from the root to to think about, reflect, am I saying it to exist in, and is it too far to reach? Or am I actually said it so I can do something to get to that point, right? And if you set it in the intention of, I wanna do something to get to that point, then therefore you will do Take the steps to make an effort, at least. If you're just blindly saying something and you didn't really believe in it, then, of course, by the end of the night, you probably haven't even got close to it. And if you said something you haven't matched, but you put in an effort, then that effort should be
0: rewarded. That is beautifully stated again. Wow. Because you're actually blowing my mind at the same time because it's so true because we can speak through these affirmations. You know, I know that when I first started the journey of, you know, affirmations, I speak into existence. Like I have it literally taped up on my mirror. But it's so true what you're saying. Is is what I'm saying reachable? Is what I'm saying, does it align with me? Or is it somebody else's goals? And that's so true because for us to grow, we must. we can't live through everybody else's affirmations or what we want. Like we have to be most... We have to be authentic, true, and we love a divine purpose here. And that's exactly what I'm getting from you. And it's it's set realistic goals, set great intentions, but are great for you. Not somebody next to you, not your coworker, what you want. And the goal is not to fail. Like, we want to grow every day. So even if it's the smallest little step, you that's still growth, right?
1: Yeah, and that's actually the key part is – once you have set a, like, a big audacious goal, you need to be able to break them down into smaller achievable, measurable goal. If it cannot be measured, it does not have a deadline, then we can just let things go thinking, oh, if I don't do it, it's okay, I'll try it again tomorrow. But what if tomorrow comes, you start keep procrastinating, right? So if we give ourselves a realistic goal, and that's small, and all small things compound, and that's it's the bigger part is you allow yourself to do just little thing at a time. So it doesn't seem like too overwhelming and it's actually going to work toward your true outcome and your true path.
0: And one last thing I would love to add um, is we question. question um, like you said is each thing is a small compound, right? So uh, there's also a book for my friends. I don't know if you ever read it. It's called the compound effect by yep, Darren Harding. Hardy. Yep. Oh, okay, you read it. Yeah, that's so true, though. It's literally the small little habits and big results. So what would be – if there's one thing I want you to put forward for people to know is how can somebody set a realistic goal? How can they approach it? If somebody's like, yeah, I want to start a realistic goal, and they have no idea where to start, is there anything that you can teach somebody or tell them where they can start? What's the starting point of even getting started, really?
1: Yeah, so I think that go back to my first step is um – not be vague, right? Say no to vagueness. Uh, A lot of time is we don't really know what we want because we haven't done a deep dive into who we are as a person. Um, So something I work with my client is to have a weekly alignment session. So you will go through a series of questions of defining your core values. Um, What are something that would truly important to you? Who do you want to connect with? What type of skill do you have? What additional things you want to learn? Who you can learn those from? And then break it down into what should you do today? And then what are the markers that you wanted to set for the future, right? And um, um, actually in the beginning of uh, two weeks ago, I did a, a workshop just breaking down this big goal, right? It's good to have a big goal, And it's also good to have a little bit of a distance to say I wouldn't definitely get there, but it would be good to have, right? So little little reach of an air room because you can always have that dry to say, hey, you know, it might be possible, but it's okay if I don't get there. Um, And uh, then you break this thing that's such a big dream, uplifting goal into something small just like what Darren Hardy say, right? Something you can do every day. It doesn't have to take that extraneous amount of time or energy or effort, but it needs to be consistent, right? Um, in his book, he talked about fitness training, right? Um, you yeah. have three friends. One decided that he'll just eat whatever he wants, like give up the diet and give up the fitness. Another friend decided, no, I'm gonna eat really well, I'll train every day, I'm really gonna keep it up. Another one, the third one, decided to do nothing. Six months goes by, there's not much change. But a year and a half goes by, you can see a significant change. Because things doesn't really turn around that quickly. If we give up that consistency or start feeling discouraged when in the short run things don't happen, then you actually wouldn't see this great result a year or a year and a half later, right?
0: Yeah, that's so true. And he also highlights about money too, about if you even like save. uh, It's a great book, everybody. Just so if if you guys want to read it, it's literally The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, which is crazy. We didn't even know we both read it. And uh, right, wouldn't you recommend it to people?
1: Yeah, it's a great book. Um, And then Darren Hardy also has uh, a daily... um, uh, show where if you sign up for it, you get like a three to five minutes of uh, morning recording. That's what I do. Part of my morning routine is to listen to his uh, speeches, telling about a story or a uh, educational thing that helps you personal and professional development.
0: Yeah, and also addition with that, he in the back of the book. I don't know if you ever looked into it, but uh in the back there is like a whole compound effect. Sheets that you can use, like you're saying, is break down reachable goals. And, um, there's a great book, friends. And also, you know, we're out here, we're speaking to you, we want you to help you grow. You know, clearly, there are people out, out there that know what they're talking about. And, um, the people that write these books, there's resources, right? Um, it's crazy because we both got connected through um, podcasting and speaking about a topic of this. And I'm so forever grateful. We're so grateful to have you here. And, um, you really gave such. Such, you know, moving uh, information for myself, for the people that are listening. And uh, if there's one thing else, you know, before we wrap up is if there's one thing you want everybody to know about you, uh, what, what they can use, you know, what resources do you have? Do you have any resources available for people to go to? Like, let let them go to your site. So tell them about it.
1: Yeah. So I believe is to create a live field with heck yeses. But To do that, we have to have conscious intention, and it requires us to know our strength and weakness. So I developed a quiz, and it's three minutes. It's free for all our listeners. You can go to sabrinarumbach.com forward slash assessment to take it. The quiz is to discover your hidden weakness, because ultimately, we can just be in the wheel of constantly working but if we don't stop self-reflect there might be multiple hidden barriers in front of us we just never knew
0: and uh, so do you get those results will people get results right on the spot so after they go um on that link which i'm going to provide it in the bio of this episode friends so you can check that out so when they get uh when i do the assessment do they get the results right away or how does that work
1: So they can get the results right away, and they also have the option to book a free balance blueprint session with me uh, if they wanted to talk about specifically what are these barriers and what are the uh, typical two to three strategies and why they got trapped in these barriers and how to overcome them.
0: So friends, let me tell you, this is a great opportunity for you to utilize a free educational tool for you to break down those, uh, weaknesses. And uh, this is what this is all about. Like I tell you, beautiful mind is all about self growth. And like you said, it's for free. You don't have to get paid to do what you love. Like you clearly have a passion for this, right? Yeah. And And there's so many resources out there, friends, and we give you guys credit to even listen right now. And, um, it is such a pleasure to have you, Sabrina, here. And uh, the beautiful My community is so grateful. And we look forward to watch you grow. And I'm excited to do the assessment as well. Um, if there's one more thing to end this up before we go, what is one thing people can do to manifest anything that they want here?
1: I say the key thing is to say no to almost everything. So then you can say yes to the only things that matter.
0: That's a beautiful thing to say here. Friends, we love you. And Sabrina, we thank you for coming on Be You for Mind, truly. Thanks, Leanne.